Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a It's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome back to part three of our in-depth Octopussy review. Obviously, easy escapes from his uh, from the bed because of his pen. The pen. He uses that on the rails. It's not a then we get suit, the... though, is it? It's a safari. It's a safari shirt. Yeah, it's, it's a slightly it's, different yeah, costume, isn't it? It's such an interesting outfit, this one. It's it's a sort of safari... Like, the sleeves are sort yeah. of... I think they're rolled up or they're three-quarter length, I'm not sure. But they're, it's a safari suit with military stylings. It's got, like, the little like epaulettes <laughs> on the top here. Wow. For, for zero reason, it's so nice. I just adore events, it. re-events. It's quite a... Uh, quite a uh, interesting, interesting look for... Uh, it's, it's like classic Roger, but with a twist. It is, isn't it? Yeah. Um, if you like classic not. Roger, but with a twist, you might like my new safari outfit. It's like, and it fits on from the the wardrobe theme that he's been running throughout this entire film because he was in the the military stuff at the beginning when he was Yoro Toro too. So um, we've so yeah, many costumes that are yet to come, and it's just it's insane. We. So he basically, so Bond is is on the outside, isn't he? Trying to get back in somewhere else to to spy on all this. There's a a jungle jungle end signature. Did, did he spot it here? Was it standing on a bird? Well, disturbing a bird. The the bird did disturb. The, the yeah. dove did come out. It does come out again later when he's just uh, been woken up by it after bedding octopusy. There's more. There's more doves that wake them up, aren't there? That, but it's a, a jungle-led signature trope. That, and then I have to say, can you remember who what he does next? <laughs> on the on the way to uh, listening into to all of just, just peeks in on Magda. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> quick perv. Like I've already had her, but you know, I'll have another look. She needs Might refilling. Well. She does. Yeah, yeah. And then she sort of, I think she sees him later, doesn't she? So again, yeah. Bond's a bit hopeless at this spy spy game, isn't 
well, like when you know again when they go when he goes because he goes downstairs to where they're talking with Burkoff and all that kind of stuff, and he's obviously his Q branch does a doozy on him because he can't hear. So he has yeah. to go up tight to the thing and the door swings open and he's just caught stood in the middle of the <laughs> corridor. Like, oh, heck, what do I do? You know, uh, yeah, you're right. He's not the most, you know, deft of spies, is he? No, no. Um, but that's, I, that's actually the first link, isn't it, between uh, Kamal Khan and Orlov. That's that's yes. the first time we realise that what kind of what they're doing. It's, it's, not, it's not the worst exposition because, like I say, it's interrupted and... We the audience uh, know what Bond knows almost from the uh, the listening in. Yeah, via the um, Bur- arrived um, purposefully in that red helicopter with a star, a gold star on the side. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Team Soviet helicopter. Yeah, where am I coming from? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. just so you know, like what the team he you know all the teams are on, uh, and then yeah, there's very he, handy. Up, yeah. <laughs> very handy. Um, who are the dead guys who are hung up? Oh. Yeah, a lot, I thought that was just who to show they? that Kamal Khan is a baddie. That's that's what they were there for. I've always interpreted. He's, yeah. he, like he's also not not like all of these are the bad people in the film. And you know, to be honest, all he's done is just a bit of smuggling. He's not that bad at the moment. So it was scary yeah. as a kid, though. I'll be honest. Yeah, I no idea what they were doing there. Hung up like big hams. Um, yeah. lovely um, lovely hair and moustaches all of them yeah yeah all of them um, there's the great get bond line get bond um, yeah yeah it's so nice but um, he's having when that happens he's having a lovely read isn't he you know while they're looking for bond around that uh, <laughs> the place he's sat with a book in his tux he's such a dude oh, with his glasses cultured yeah, oh, yeah, yeah yeah in his office having a good old read like oh lovely um, and then, yeah, it's time to organise a hunt. But, um, but we, you've missed oh, another great line. This fake has caused enough trouble. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then Kamal Khan's like, oh, no. Oh, he knows it's yeah. a fake, but it still irks him. But, oh, it's yeah, another piece yeah. of jewellery. Yeah. But then, for some, he, I don't quite get He steals the stagecoach, doesn't he? The little chip the little listening in the middle device, of it. Then, yeah, yeah. Is that I, followed yeah. up? I can't remember now. No, I don't think it is. He then just that, picks it up I and goes. That that it implies that he's going to chase after him and say, "Look, yeah. what I found." But you never. And that's see how that. he got bombed. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's so small he probably popped it in his pocket, never to be seen again. Yeah. <laughs> I dropped um, it. I'm clumsy. Now, so, the bodies, uh, those two guys, become oh, yes. the vessel for Bond's exit. Um, and again, <laughs> ru- ru- yeah, he ruins his own escape. He's not even Roger Moore's voice, is it? For, you know, it, and then suddenly people are everywhere like, oh, man, oh, you know, oh dear, you know, you were doing so well, James. Um, yeah, it's, I mean, it's it's ridiculous and brilliant at the same time. Just having so much fun. I remember gr- my granddad like just guffawing with laughter at this. <laughs> Yes, yeah. thought it was absolutely hilarious. It's um, one of the the more sort of silly comedy added in sort of scenes, isn't it? I think just so yeah. we can see a bit more of India and what what the audience think India's like. I mean, the... <laughs> um, the last ten minutes are one of the reasons why this is probably 
<gasps> mid-tier Bond for me rather than absolute top tier. Yeah. Um, because I, I think... I've, I've gone on about how I love so many of the scenes so far, but I think they over-egged the Indian scenes. So I think the whole meal thing... I think over-egged, I like it. The over yeah. <laughs> um, and I think the jungle scene, which we're going to come to now... Uh, oh, really? Whilst, whilst, I, whilst, whilst I can appreciate its silliness... Um, I'll just let you guys talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. No, I think, Hiss I off. Think you're absolutely, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I think you're, uh, you're absolutely right. I said there's, there's no restraint. There's no kind of moment of going. Maybe the Tarzan <laughs> thing just takes a bit too far. One more. The, the scene itself, and again, it's that. It's that when you actually see. Like in like Thunderball, where he's, during the like Mardi Gras thing, he gets shot oh, in the yeah. leg. It yeah. that he's not going to walk through this. He there's there's panic. There's kind of is he going to survive? And and I think the the undermine that with <laughs> sit and you know piss off. It's such a shame because it is a genuinely, you know, there's this real sense of Bond panicking, and and you know, and there's men, and there's there's these you know elephants. Everything's kind of it's there's a real sense of kind of uh, like it's it's all over the place. And yeah, it's it like is, it's yeah. havoc, and there's people wherever he turns, there's some there's more danger. And I think you know, like I say, it is it is a shame because I think if there was a bit more restraint, that scene would have would have worked better. I agree. I, I I still really like it, but I can't help but feel that the things I think of exactly. are yeah. those things. Yes. And I really don't want it to be those things they that I think down. of. Because I think it's Ace. He's in that amazing outfit going mm-hmm. through, oh. you know, like crushing tarantulas and going... Yeah, oh, it's so real. Like, yeah. Probably was, wasn't all it? The, you know... Yellow guns that comes out of it. Yeah, it's so great. I love all that oh. stuff. Oh. But it's like, it's like a little... Um, the ticking boxes about yeah. what animals they can <laughs> squeeze in here. Yeah. The the tiger, you know, when the tiger's face first pops out, yeah. try a freeze frame there because it it doesn't look well. All that. Do you know what that is actually? The the guy, the big sort of the guy. I don't know whether he was part of the royalty or whoever owned the the land uh, and the the palaces that they were filming on. They no, they noticed the producers. He had a stuffed tiger there, and they were like. <laughs> How do we get this into the film? <laughs> well, we can't. We can't really ask a tiger to sort of come out and attack Roger Moore right in the face, can we? So, uh, yeah, that's it. They just shoved it. That's all they did. Oh. They just shoved it into his face, and then obviously you get a real tiger that uh, that can be sat down. I mean, yeah, because it, it, it's, it, it's a shame. Because I think, like you're right, Chris. If it was, if it was played just with that, and the restraint is the word. Mm. Then the jeopardy in that scene would be so mm. great because the odds were so insurmountable, yeah. you know, or they felt insurmountable. Uh, but then when you can swing through the treetops, <laughs> it's kind of easy to get away, you know. So. <laughs> this would work. Be trained in that, you know, as an MI6 agent. Yeah. This this would work if it was in Moonraker, like where Moonraker goes yes. full hog, you know, it, it, yeah. it has a double tape pigeon, it has it has the anaconda the scenes, it the has anaconda, the snake. You stick yeah. that in there and it works because they decide they know what that film is and they go full camp and they take it and they embrace it's very self-aware this film so far has been a real spy thriller yeah yeah. just like this 
10 minutes are completely out of place. <laughs> oh, God. The, um, it does include um, an absolutely massive nut shot again, though. Um, when he's when he's running after he's after he's knocked <laughs> a binder off the elephant, oh, yeah. he's running and there's one poor extra on the side which he stops to deliver a heinous boot to the knackers too. <laughs> <laughs> it's so nice, like oh, <laughs> uh, just really again. I just so enjoyed that. But um, you get that great payoff when he gets in the boat with the. Yes, yeah, I'm here for well, the economy tour. <laughs> there was two things I noticed about that. Uh, I hadn't noticed before. Michael G. Wilson's one of them yes. who wow. embraces no, it. And the other thing, I couldn't believe I'd never heard it. It's so bad. Did he hear it? Did he pick it up when it, the sort of camera's zooming out and ending the scene? Oh, I heard it, yeah. I've got to get a picture of that guy with the turban. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you mean? Yeah. He's amazing. He's amazing. Have you ever seen anything like that? <laughs> yeah, it's not great. Yeah, no. not the best. <laughs> not the best. But yeah, we, um, we missed out the... Well, we, we did say the hiss off. I, I remember going around trying to get away with saying that as a kid because it wasn't swearing. <laughs> it wasn't piss off. But then quickly mum and dad like, you shouldn't say that. And that, that was banned as well. So. <laughs> <laughs> We, we had another crocodile in there, Rob. We chased yeah, him for yeah, a few defi- seconds. And... We definitely did. That felt like proper box ticking, that one. Yeah. You know, uh, let's get in another exotic animal species in. But we cut, I think we almost cut directly to a crocodile again, don't we? Yeah, um, probably the same one. Yeah. I mean, this is Q Branch duffing up again here because <laughs> you can't be subtle in this outfit because you have to open the entire head. <laughs> yeah just to see what you're doing or where you're going. So he blows his whole cover to look <laughs> yeah, yeah, as he approaches yeah. the floating palace. And it's not just, um, you know, uh, what's it called? Like, it, it doesn't just open a little bit. The full head hinges. Um, so, yeah. Mm. Okay, so James Bond is now in... He's in many disguises in this uh, this brilliant film, but I think this is probably the weirdest one. As a kid, I was obsessed with this, and I thought I'd love to find some kind of way that I could get this crocodile, this mechanical crocodile that apparently is MI6 issue. <laughs> Customs officials like, well, what is this? It's actually a submarine. It's a, a covert yeah. piece of kit. Nonsense. So, <laughs> <pure> presume, <laughs> presumably, it's tailor made to fit him. You know, right? Isn't it? How, how do you get in? Well, no, I, I, I've got a question about that for when we, you know, a bit further on in the in the story, but about how how you one enters the crocodile. Once you're in the crocodile, where do you go? Because Bond, you know, I mean, like, it's, it's yeah. ludicrous. It's got a hinged jaw that has to be completely yeah. at a right angle. Yeah, which crocodiles don't do. Well, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> of, of which you can see the entirety of a suave man's head. Oh, yeah. He literally <laughs> looks like he stood up, though. Yeah, so is he like that, and then it's... I mean, is it the same... Is it very deep? Yeah, is it a very... Yes. 
green theory stand up in it. Yes. Yes. Because if he was he's swimming down, underneath. Like, his neck would be so. <laughs> <laughs> like Flintstone. Yeah, yeah. He's like treading water underneath. <laughs> Like the we, image of a swan. Oh, it is waterproof, isn't it? Do we agree yeah, it's that it's water. a mechanical crocodile? Are we, are we all agreed that well, that's what it is? Well, as opposed to, like, a living one. A skin one. <laughs> oh, no, I, I, no I, I've never... No, I'm not saying it's a live one, but I've never really, like, got the concept of what it is. Is, is he, like, flapping it? Or is it electronic? I don't get it. <laughs> it makes a noise. When the, the jaw opens, it goes like... Uh, so yeah. That implies <laughs> some sort of internal mechanism. Well, that gives it away as well. The guard's like, what's that noise? That's not crocodile. <laughs> why has you know, that crocodile got a dislocated jaw? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. And Roger Moore inside. So it's a mechanical crocodile. Yeah, it is. Okay. Oh, it, it, has is. Be, yeah. it has to be, it has to be. Happy to clarify. Thank you for that. <laughs> it's yeah, not... It's a... it, 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 I mean, this has to be... It's in there amongst one of the more stupid Q-branch items, really. Um, can yeah. I... If we just slightly jump forward, because I don't want to jump past the stuff, but while we're talking about the croc, he he seems to get back in it later on by being eaten by it. <laughs> How does it That's fit, the bit that confuses me yeah. a bit. How does it... And I, I don't understand, and I've got a lot of questions about this sequence, because he gives an incredible Wilhelm scream, doesn't he? More. If oh, he, right. Because he, he's, he's the only one that falls in the water with sleeves. So when and, he's and chucked then, out of the yeah, when he's chucked out, and then oh, when, yeah, yeah. when when the crocodile turns to come to eat him, he goes. Yeah. It's the most unmoored noise of all time. Yeah. It can't be. It can't be real, you know. Like, but it wasn't the, guy, the other guy either. Anymore. No, yeah. no, because yeah. he wasn't in a lovely oh. shirt like the guy yeah. eaten by the crocodile. So you have to get ingested by this machine in order to get back inside it. I mean, it's it's the worst piece of Q branch. Innovation <laughs> of all time. Well, you go back to License to Kill, where uh, he dresses up as a manta ray, and it works. Mm. Yes, because it, yeah. it, it's it only works, for a brief it? period, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, it's just a manta ray. Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. Manta. yeah. But, but it's that simplicity in itself, though, isn't it? You know, exactly. Uh, and you they don't do have see to it climb inside it. You know, I mean. Yeah. Yeah. The awkwardness of watching Timothy Dalton being regurgitated by a plastic ray <laughs> would not have helped him <laughs> at all. I don't think he would have agreed to do that. No, no. no not really. Oh, but how how different though from uh, well, you know we will get onto Skyfall, but you know, we don't really go in for that sort of thing anymore. You know, compared to this to this crocodile, you know the two. The two ends of the spectrum, isn't it, really? It really is, it, you know. And I know which end I'm leaning towards. <laughs> There'll be spoilers. <laughs> well, yeah, no. But um, anyway, so there's quite a lot to happen before he actually gets back in the crocodile. Oof. So he he he's on his own at this point. So he's not with uh, Q or VJ because they're later going to be uh, on watch, aren't they, on guard? Mm. But yeah, so he gets out of the crocodile, and then this is the first time he's ever seen Octopussy. But, again, there's some more underrated nudity. Just her getting out of the pool, if you remember. Yes. Uh, is that necessary? I mean, <laughs> is, it, is it a 12, really, this film? It's that golden PG. age of PG, isn't it? Is it? Is it Where, yeah. You can do whatever you want, really, other than... Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. And then one F word if you wanted a 12. 
Wouldn't 12's not even in then? No, there would be, no. Wasn't it, it was Temple of Doom that sort like, kind of... PG-13. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I seem to remember over here, it was Ace Ventura as well. It was one of the first mm. marquee 12s. Oh, and um, that... Oh, it comes full circle. The Brosnan... Yes, yes. The Scout Fire, yeah. Yeah. I was just about yeah, because... It was a 12, wasn't it? And then yeah. so many kids d were desperate to see it. The BBFC, they downgraded it to a PG. I remember that. <laughs> what? And we had all sorts of swearing and stuff. So, yeah, well, so many innuendos in it. What's wrong with us yeah. as children? Like, cannot wait to see this comic Can you imagine that, though, now? Like... You know, Die Hard 6 is coming out. It's an 18. <laughs> your, your, your son basically said, no, Mum, I want to see, I wanna well, see it. It's a 12. You know, it's just oh, not going to happen, is it? You know. You never want to see that, do you? Like, the next uh, sequel in action franchises is like a 12. Oh, no, you, that's... It's a death nail, isn't it? When, when you found well, out... You know, it was... Yeah. You know it was going to be bad when uh, Die Hard 5 had the headline uh, Yippee-ki-yay, Mother Rush. <laughs> and you knew that it was... Well, I think was... I think that's all they thought about, the strap line. And then, oh, I'll we'll have to oh, do a film <laughs> set in Russia now. Or something. <laughs> I watched it recently, actually. It was, it was pretty shocking. It's abysmal. Yeah. Yeah, it's all... But Bruce is not interested, is he? That's the problem. He hasn't been for a while, Rob. I'm sorry to break it to you. No, no. <laughs> you know, these amazing-looking movies of him, like, as a cop. You know, like looking. I saw one where he was like leaning over, you know, like a corpse, like you know, with the white sheet, looking up at the camera, like. And then his face was just so passive. Like, what's the point? Like, you know, there's people who kill to be in your position. Oh no, it's. it's and, yeah, what a digression! But, you it's know, a good there digression. Too yeah. many conversations <laughs> yeah. that, that sort of bridge the gap between you know Die Hard and more. Too often. Yeah, and and Maud, because uh, that's yeah we we that we see basically her being revealed the first time Bond has seen is from a distance yeah and then he um, eventually gets uh, well he he's done the crocodile bit so he's got past those guards without no fuss then he somehow must have got past all the guards on on the island to get into a bedroom as he oh. <laughs> I don't I'm not, not quite sure how that's done but anyway but that's like Surely this is the stuff that he you should be showing. This is him being a yes. spy instead of bringing yes. into me. It's like... Oh, just, you know, just, just leave the gate on the latch, you know. It's like, what? It, like, yeah, but yeah, I think... Um, no, it is, it is strange what the... A bit... She knows he's coming, though, doesn't she? She she sees him on the CCTV. Oh, she's watching, yeah. Yeah. So oh, yeah. it's one of those. Did he did he intend to get seen? We don't know. Is he just as bad as Sean Connery was in Golfing? He's just a terrible agent. It's <laughs> <laughs> a healthy bit of both here, I think. Actually, you know, yeah. But you're right, Chris. I'd love that. That would lend Moore's credibility so much more. You know that scene in um, License to Kill when um, you know again, obviously, it always goes back to License to Kill. It has to. But go when back. he's when he's <laughs> like, do ready to blast the, the windows off Sanchez's place and um, he's sort of like sneaking along the ledge with the little the C4 and the cigarette yeah. like you're in no doubt that this guy's an elite spy like left in yeah, no yeah, question yeah. whatsoever um, and he's the best in the absolute business um, and in this I mean we get the croc suit <laughs> yeah, <that is> right, <laughs> but, you know, he could have just like he could have had his little 
milk tray moment of him kind of, you know, <laughs> slinking in, dressed in black, you know, and like whipping it off, to, you know, that kind of thing. But you, you don't, he just, walk, like you say, just waltzes in. He's in a gorgeous outfit again, isn't he? Robert? He is lovely. Yeah, the clothes top are outstanding, outfit. aren't they? Yeah. Is it like yeah. a sort of khaki gilet or something? Yes. Yeah, he has a gilet on, definitely. It's, it's very pickled. Green. So yeah. lovely. Yeah, there's this sort of, it's, that's a darker green, and then the, the shirt underneath is more. It's got like a sort of a very small chausson of mint to it. It's very nice. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to I'm Alan Partridge. <laughs> <laughs> Up with the partridge. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, so uh, I, I actually think this is quite well done, though. After, if you ignore all that, the way. Because if you remember, we've not seen Octopus's face yet. She's in the previous scene with Kamal Khan. You've just seen the back of her head and feeding the fish and all that. So now we just hear her. We sort of see the side of her as Bond comes in. And then the music to, is lovely. The music fits really well to oh, her sort of reveal. Great, yeah. it's, great. Um, it's great. So I think that's quite a nice moment. Mm. I, I absolutely love the first scene with uh, between Octopus yeah. and James it's Bond. Really good, isn't I think it? it's brilliant. Love the backstory. It's very rare mm. that you yes. get... Um, a backstory of one of these earlier Bond girls, yeah. and I think that's one of the, again one of the reasons why I really like Octopussy because she's a character. Yeah, she's yeah. an actual character. She's got there's a dimension to her. There's a connection between her and Bond. Yeah. It's believable. It's an emotional level where the likes of Goodnight or um, I don't know Stacy Sutton <laughs> don't have with Bond. Hang, hold your horses. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert! I, 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 I do a great job because that that yeah. um, sense of um, I like the fact that she's actually like she's a grown woman. She's not a girl. Yes, yes, yes. yeah, absolutely. Age as well, yeah. comparable age. Yeah, comparable age. That's the, thanks, Chris. That's the yeah. That's the, <laughs> that's the, you know, um, like yeah, it, it because you buy them as a couple to an extent, and also yeah, you, um, the fact that she commands the authority as well. I like the fact that she's not just you know, which is you know, I don't like keep going on about like the likes of Stacey Sutton but it's an easy target isn't it because she looks about 22 23 doesn't she you know and it's absolutely it, it is a bit off putting when Moore is clearly pushing 60 <laughs> 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 bit, bit strange um, I mean so it has a kind of um, <clears throat> modesty blaze kind of vibe about her where she's kind of you know, she has her own little private army. She's you know, in, 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 she's, she has a sort of criminal enterprise, and I wonder if that was a bit of a kind of a, a, a nod to that that series. Unfortunately, was a pretty terrible film in the sixties with Karen Stamp. But that 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 character, and that of you know, some like say she has agency. She is she's believable that she's mm. actually you know you here she has. You know some backstory that she's yeah. you know that things have happened to her and that's the reason she is now she isn't just like again, a lot of the characters just sort of stumble into things and it seems that like actually she's you know and she's also like it's quite interesting that she's not you know quite you know she's not out for revenge against bond which would be quite an obvious thing but she actually thinks well actually you know you're doing you know they're doing the thing with her father giving him a chance to, to sort of leave you know obviously he topped himself so Double-edged sword, should we say? Um, but yeah, I think I think I think she's she's a really great character, and it's such a shame that, um, like I said, this, this, the bit where they kiss—it's a bit kind of, um, oh, yeah. it's a bit of a forced kiss, 
and it's a shame because she has because yes. she is such a strong character. It seems to go no means in no. the face. Uh, exactly, and she should have. Yeah, you know, it would, it would have been more interesting if she'd like actually said, you know, yeah. know I'm impervious to your charms. Yes, I'm immune. But no, I'm not. This <laughs> is very much uh, Roger Moore's Goldfinger moment with Pussy. Yes, yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. You know, it really I, is. I, I yeah. don't like the look he gives her. You know that look like. It's the look. We are true I put that on my notes. But the plants and the payoff. <laughs> you will kiss me. Yeah. Yeah. The, the plants and the payoff for that superb because she earlier she sort of said she's trying to say that we are similar in many ways, but then gets a bit annoyed that he he gets well he tries to say no we're not. And she gets a bit annoyed and says, "We are two of a kind," and then mm-hmm. it leads into the, the the payoff of the same line again, which yeah. of course is in the in the lyrics to the song. Mm. I think that's a really oh, mature nice. thing, though, you know, yeah. and makes it really interesting. That, like as you're saying about her character and backstory, that the idea that she's actually you know grateful that Bond gave her father the option of a noble death—it's mm-hmm. a very mature yeah. theme, that you know, and not. Not usual for this sort of, no. sort of happy-go-lucky kind of fair, is it? So not that's well, not until that's really good. Not until we found I mean, out that Blofeld was uh, Bond's brother. So. Well, <laughs> less less of that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I have I have mentioned this previously, but I think that these kind of concepts are one of the reasons why I think this is an absolutely brilliant Bond film. And if it wasn't for the ten minutes at the end of India where to me really just seem out of place I think there's some Mm. absolutely really mature, believable concepts in this film and um, the one about Octopus's dad especially is, it's just something you've not really seen in Bond before really I mean Honey Rider alluded to um, she'd been through a hard time when she was younger and stuff but that is more the world of spy, isn't it? That's that's the kind of thing that comes across. That's the kind of thing that when you meet people, people have backstories like that. Um, but anyway, I'm going to stop my octopusy love. No, no, I, absolutely I think, love it. I think it's clear. The chemistry between them is, yeah, is I think it is brilliant. the best of more. It's brilliant. But the other ones, you know, that rival it may. I don't just think off the top of my head, like you say, the pussy galore uh, in Goldfinger, and uh, you know, whatever you say about it, the Craig Eva Green is, is pretty good. Yeah, that is good chemistry. Yeah, it's pretty great. good chemistry, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it is. Uh, yeah, that's that is an interesting question when you look across the series as a whole. Like, what what are your standout chemistries between mm. the two leads? I, I I know they're not on the same side, but I thought the chemistry between Bond and Famke Janssen was amazing. In yes, that. yeah, the free yeah. song. Oh yeah, charge. <laughs> no Electricity. Not for children. Yeah. Well, well, I'm going to drill. We became adults <laughs> when we watched that at the cinema. I think. Oh my word! Um, I think I think it's a bit uneven, but I think especially towards the end, um, George Lazenby and Diana Rigg. The minute yes, that yeah. uh, it is uneven at first, but the minute they um, they he, he comes out of Pitts Gloria from then onwards, and Diana Rigg really takes the lead. She drives the car, and, and Bond is very much the second person. I think there is a phenomenal chemistry there yeah. from that onwards. Oh. Yeah, and that. In many in many ways, that is the the bond you can judge all this against. In terms of as a film, in terms of a, a story, the characters, the yeah. character arcs. If you like the Really 007 podcast, why not follow us on Facebook as well as Instagram and Twitter? Look us up at Really 007 Pod. Really 007.
yes so we do yes so she tells she tells Bond about her father like we say um, she sort of admits she is a smuggler but the, what, that's got nothing to do with MI6 it's just she's just doing that in India there's no invo- no reason for him to basically arrest her and if he, or stop the but that that's the first time you you probably guess that she's not um, under the under the complete auspices of Kamal Khan and she is an ally as opposed to I don't know, almost it, like I said before we thought maybe she was the big villain and Kamal Khan yeah. was her understudy she's almost like you said uh, John I think uh, a bit like the world is enough with Electra King it's quite a nice quite that's quite a nice going the other way where she she is reversal, actually the villain and you didn't oh, realize that and there's actually great chemistry between those two as well yes yeah Rock. I think that's where we're bond kind of you know I, I don't you know the actors themselves and as well as the character are, are often elevated by a decent female character yeah. And it's kind of it's such a strange thing that that, that more often than not incredibly underwritten and just used as you know well just used and they're just there for, to to service the plot or you know the, the, the kind of just, just to make Bond look great or you know and I, I think that you say when you, when you mentioned those it's that they're the kind of the real moments we it also makes Bond more rounded because he has. You know, it's not so easy for him. You know, he has someone pushing back. He's not just charmed them and then that's it. You know, they have, let's say, a bit more agency and it's a bit more depth. And, and it kind of, it's nice to see Bond being challenged. And he usually gets, that like I said, the chemistry, a little bit of kind of, um, and doing and throwing, and you get some nice banter and kind of, you know, some of nice dialogue. Uh, it's just a shame they don't kind of, I don't well, know, don't, don't do that. That's why I was so upset with um, the. Near criminal misuse of Monica Bellucci. Um, mm. that she could have really, so really true. been. A, I think she could have been an amazing Bond girl. Yeah, absolutely. As, as like in the Lord Adams vein, in the Honor Blackman vein as well. Um, and that like was just, it was a total waste. You got one of the you know the best, you know, uh, and most unique and iconic actresses out there, and you wasted her in that way. In what could have been? I mean, it could have been a really grown up moment for the series, but it just. It was unfair as well how it was. Oh, it was that bit was a bit Roger Moore, wasn't it? Mm. Well, not. I mean, it, no, it wasn't octopus, was it? <laughs> no, no. Just, just to add on to what you were saying, Rob, they almost went down what you were alluding to, Chris, with regard to have a rounded character with Leah Sado, and it was mm. an absolute misfire. Mm. It was. A, they, they went down that route with Leah Sado, but it wasn't believable where I think Monica Bellucci could have been. Yeah, you're right because Leah Sado goes back to that. Um, archetype of looking like a young girl. Yeah, they yeah. Don't look, look, That's look like the they're point. Right together yeah. at all. It's like inappropriate she innocence like a caught in a... Girl. Yeah. yeah. That's it. Yeah. And well, he's supposed to be a mature man. I mean, he is in his mid forties, isn't he? Um, yeah, yeah. Now. And it's five yeah. years now since Spectre, so I, I've no idea how they're going to fit her into the plot still. But anyway, we we will find out. <laughs> yes, yes. Gosh, uh, Rob. Again, to to mention the costumes. The the incredible costumes from Octopus's sort of female guards, the Kamal yeah, the Khan one... to see you. The uh... yeah, the the, the, sorry, the red red jumpsuits. Midge, yeah. I mean that mm. that is such a disgrace. You know, Gwendolyn as well. Called Midge. I mean that's just a complete disgrace. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the, yeah, the the red jumpsuits. I mean they're a bit 
bit on the nose, aren't we? Really, you know, we need a uniform, quick. Yeah, uh, Flash Gordon uh, was obviously on the minds. Uh, <laughs> inspiration. Yeah. Uh, it's not... Inspiration for Power Rangers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not very, really, again, not very covert. No, they've got those gorgeous dart guns, though, haven't yeah. they? There's well, lovely... yeah. Oh, so because they're, they're, the actual... they're not brutes, are they? They don't. They won't kill anyone. No. Um, I think yeah. the, the, the one, it's not really a wardrobe choice I, I choose to talk about in this sort of scene here. It's more um, actually the the dressing of that infernal bed of octopuses. That, I mean, you will get backache just by sitting there. <laughs> it, it's horrendous. I didn't realise it was an octopus. I, I, Is I, it? Yeah, the, I, the, yeah. I only realised yeah, the first time when I recently watched it that, uh, yeah, I think Ken Adam had designed this sort of yeah. louche. Sort of octopus bed with a million oh. pillows and everything. It's a bit on the nose again, but obviously not it's, enough. Yeah, yeah, it's the most. You didn't spot it. Maybe it wasn't. I didn't spot yeah. it. Yeah. It's it's the most Roger Moore bed ever. Yeah. That's all. <laughs> I yeah. you know, it looks <laughs> like Teflon. I mean, why when they lay on it? Why don't they go <laughs> straight off the side? I've got no idea. Bang their heads immediately. No, it look, it, I mean it looks like when, just when you think it's leveling out and they're not going to keep descending, they keep descending and keep descending. And it's, <laughs> it's horrendous. Like honestly, and it looks so hot. I mean, this is India. Get, get some lovely cotton sheets. Just oh. don't be in that. Oh, he's got it, the pajamas. It, I felt sweaty. Needs, needs, well, needs the bed to match. But I'm just glad that there's no, none of this. You know, a loving cup. You know, we don't uh, don't need any of that. Anymore, so I'm glad it's all. It's got a bad press. Um, uh, <laughs> no, I don't mean mad. I just mean the weird yes. glass stuff. Yeah, yeah, don't want that. <laughs> weird. Uh, in, in harrowing news that I found out, uh, I found out the actress who played Gwendolyn killed herself shortly after the the film. Oh, no. Only twenty four. Seriously? Yeah. That's awful. So I don't. I think she. Yeah, presumably she was the blonde one, not not Midge. Um, but it, before they sort of do get to the, you know, the kissing scene, as it were. But uh, Kamal Khan does come in. <laughs> he, he, Kamal Khan does come in, and and that's the point when you think, who's in charge here? And um, he says, "Yeah, you Great have boy. a nasty habit of surviving." It's brilliant. Oh, the whole scene's brilliant. Yeah, the whole so change. when uh, so well well delivered yeah. as well. When I um, when I got the, I don't know if you remember this but there was a time in the 90s where the videos came out and they came, and there were videos that actually when oh, you put yes. them together they showed the faces of that and they had these trailers at the start of like it was like a mishmash yes. of all the bond films they had these trailers and I had Octopussy was one of the last bond films I watched and I remember getting Goldfinger watching that trailer and just seeing this guy in this white suit going you have a nasty <laughs> habit of surviving <laughs> And from that moment, I was like, I need to find out who this guy is. And um, it was it was pre-internet, so it was basically a case of having to buy every video and watching. Oh, it. Because, uh, yes. We found Camel in order. Yes. <laughs> in oh. order, yeah. Yeah, they I were think, good, um, lovely. Work. That, they were that set was amazing. I think um, me and my brother, um, I think it was nine ninety nine a month. Um, with our pocket money, I paid seven, and my brother pl- pl- paid three. Um, and we got to split. You've been it. robbed, Rob. <laughs> no, no, we got. Uh, you've no, been think about like once a month, you got sent a different Bond film on VHS. Oh. It was just like when the Postman came. It was like ah, you know, it was unbelievable <laughs> excitement. And then, like you say, all the spines linked up. 
it's so great. But then was the awful thing of having to work out, you know, because like the series, the ever growing series, had to live in one of our bedrooms. But for you know, I was allowed, you know, seven tenths of the room. John was allowed three tenths. It was so awkward working it all out. Contact and overnight stay, residence arrangements. Yeah, join yeah, join custody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, join custody. Yeah, and now you know the sadness is, you know, like. Getting on for thirty years later, none of us know where any of them are. <laughs> yeah, it's awful. Because they, they then did them on DVD, and they did that same thing where the but it was just the Double O Seven logo that merged. Double O Seven, wasn't it? Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't, as good. wasn't the same. No, no. But what was great about it was that it, it they designed them up to tomorrow never dies. But when World Is Not Enough and Die Another Day came out, and they obviously had the standard ones like a new video. But it was a reversible yes. sleeve. Yeah, oh, so yes. They could reverse the sleeve and they could actually add <laughs> to that oh, sleeve. And they were two really separate Genius. designs of cover as well, weren't they? Yeah. Oh, it was, yeah, so, it was nice. so good. Still the, best, still the best release, I think. Yes. Of, of all the um, video. Oh. Also, the menus were all like individually. They were all all reflected the films. So they had like incidental yeah, yeah. music from the yes, film. It wasn't yes. just like a vanilla kind of it's opens up and that's the name of it. And that's when the documentaries came out. Comments. So for this, yes. there is an inside yeah. octopusy. Yeah, that's that's a bit rude, but the, the, it's like inside <laughs> on a Manchester Secret Service, you know, inside Goldfinger and all that. And they're all, all proper interviews. I think it was two thousand one that kept, those came out. So the proper interviews with all yeah. the people. So Roger Moore's there, you know. Uh, Louis Jordan, uh, Maud Adams, all of them, and John Glenn. And they're a good 20, 25. I think uh, Patrick McNee actually narrates them. But they're, oh, they're, they're, yeah. they're excellent. Oh, nice. So you go, you go back nice. to, if you can find them, go back to your original DVD. I think it was yeah. pretty much the first DVD release of the Bond. Yeah. They were, because when they got released, I remember they were releasing like Doctor No, at, I think, like, say. Um, whatever dies or something like that. so they're either kind of meeting yeah. in the middle so you get an old one every couple of weeks and the new one and they're kind of oh, coming together used to go to Woolworths and oh my word <laughs> great oh, days Woolworths used to always do the buy one yeah they were and then you could get like yeah. uh, promotional arts if you if you sent off for it with like vouchers because <laughs> I found all this in, the, in my Octopussy DVD I was like oh. could, would, would anyone <laughs> Would anyone still answer that if I sent <laughs> 19 years later? Uh, excuse me. I've been, yeah. Probably shut, shut that wing now, haven't they? I love that, that you know, that, the care that... Um, I mean, I suppose, is it Eon, I imagine, that showed to keep all the the behind-the-scenes stuff intact and together so that these amazing documentaries could yeah. be made? Really? Because, um, like, watching them now on that Blu-ray set... Um, because it, it, that's like um, I think it was a Black Friday sale last year. I think it was like thirty quid for the whole lot in blue. Wow! Yeah. Are, you kid, are you kidding me? You know, it was just me. Like, thank you very much. <laughs> um, instead of you know, like, still juggling a couple of Blu-rays and, and the whole thing on DVD and obviously VHSs yeah. are. Um, but the care that's gone into those that set is just outrageous. That lovely. That's brilliant. one of the reasons. This is pathetic, but. I think me and my brothers were slightly more lukewarm towards Casino Royale because it, when it came out on DVD, it, di- it didn't fit in. Uh, oh, with yeah. The- <laughs> yeah. And then, and then as a protest, I remember, I think my brother, my brother Harry didn't put it ne- next to all the other Bonds. He just put it in the normal film category. 
It's in contamination. It's a film. It's all about. It's in quarantine. <laughs> I think we will be. Yeah. You can go with the sixties. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, that fit there. No, did it? No. Yeah, still yeah. Had a <laughs> yes. So yeah. So this it's the first sort of bit of juxtaposition in terms of two things are going on at once for this bit. So you've got. Um, Maud Adams and Roger Moore chatting in the in the bedroom. But then, with that, of course, you've just seen um, the uh, entrance of Kamal Khan. But he then gets these uh, assassins, doesn't he? He meets up with those assassins, would-be assassins. In, it's a bit like I was what thinking. It's a bit like Moss Eisley, isn't it? It's like the the Bond equivalent. <laughs> yes, it is, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We do not want to make enemies with the woman. I, I it took me about twenty years to. Realise that that's what he was saying. That's so good though, because that adds to her. That one line, it's like yeah, it adds immediately to her weight. Yeah, and she's not even on screen at that time. You know. Yeah, and, absolutely. I love these little storytelling tricks that you see across all sorts of different fiction media, where you can tell so much story with such a tiny little thing, and that makes um, like already I'm thinking, my mind's racing. Like, she, has she got a massive empire? Is she that powerful? I mean, is she like literally like, you know, is she that? Feared that she like topping people in the street behind you know if she sending mm. midge out on midnight <laughs> to go and top people in this bar <laughs> you know, I don't know you know it's but it, it's like and it's one line and it gets your head going yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you respect her so much more because of it it's true yeah it's true. I think yeah yeah like you say because doesn't she she mentions things like oh you know she 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 says something like she's revived an old octopus cult yes, or something yeah. like yeah. what. Well, and then she's into shipping and hot- hotels. Perfect for yeah. bonds. <laughs> yeah. You know, you get like traveler kind of bonus points. But yeah, it was. Yeah, it does. It does feel like you know that she has. You know, she, she, there's a lot going on yeah. with her. She isn't just. Oh, you know, she's not just the villain. She's not just. You know, she's. She, it's nice to see her diversify and have a. A, a very. How good would it be if, if you know, in the end, in, um, in Die Another Day, when. Brosnan came out of the sea and he was all, you know, he's all grizzled and stuff. And he walks into the casino and they're, sorry, into the hotel and they're like, you know, he says, a room, please. And he said, you know, like, do you accept octopusy royalty? Yeah. <laughs> 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 so all this time, like, her empire has grown so much. Yeah, yeah. You know, so good. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> it's quite funny as well, the, the, the photograph that they show these goons to. To identify Bond is it's basically just stock library footage of the uh, earlier casino scene, isn't it? In the gorgeous white tuxedo. Yeah, it's brilliant. Isn't it? it's... it's from Magda's scrapbook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not a smoke. But then we get that uh, the spinning disc guy, you know, the from from above. Oh, I yeah. think it's quite hard. Apparently, it's quite hard to to do that scene. And they ha- in the end they had like uh, some shots you can just when it's actually cutting through things they stuck it on the end of a pole haven't they and it's just like a razor like a uh, oh, really? chainsaw right. type thing yeah and the guy I think the guy he got he got injured in in filming it he bro- I think he broke his his uh, his arm and you can see one shot when they're actually having a fight he's then got um, a proper cast on his arm oh wow. Um, because the actor just wanted it's, to continue it, you know, he's like, oh no, I'm in a Bond film, I've got to, got to finish this, you know. I love this film, yeah, like, 
attitude towards completing FX shots is just, you know, oh, heck, we can't do it. Just stick <laughs> yeah. the hole. Stick it on one. Stick it on one. No. Hey, I, I've never realised it was a pole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same with, same with boy. The, the jet. I had no idea. Yeah, yeah it's so Yeah, now they'd, uh, they'd do a Justice League star moustache uh, removal, wouldn't they? It's, it's a river sling. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a great weapon. When I saw that, like, like I say, I, I don't, I may have seen like that again in a, in a, a flip of some, seeing that weapon. I thought, wow, yes, yeah. it's amazing. This, yeah. it's like yo, razor yeah. yo-yo yeah. type thing. And obviously, it's a nod to um, I mean, uh, you only live twice, isn't it? But it's a similar kind of scene with the with the poison down the. the oh cotton. yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. But, yeah so there's this yeah, bit yeah, of a yeah. nod yeah, to, to that. But in its kind of, you know, yeah, great weapon, great characters with the big yeah, scars yeah. and kind of, yeah. like I say, grizzled. And, and... That laugh as well. Like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. is that... That's class, that, yeah. Is it, is it round... I know the reason. <laughs> when when, when uh, the, the, the water, whatever it is, just does drip onto Bond or the pillow, is that is that round two in the lovemaking? I can't... <laughs> Is that, has he got up? Yes, he has, yeah. yeah. John Glenn's doves were about, so... He was, a uh, Sorry, pigeons, yes. So, yeah. yeah, well, she says, she says like, um... Come yeah, back yeah, lovely yeah, English like, accent. Yeah, yeah. It's really, like, yeah. Do you want to come back to bed? too realistic for me. It is, yeah. You know, like... Yeah. You buy into the relationship again. Yeah, yeah. The care is there, it's lovely. <laughs> it's yeah. brilliant. The yo-yo dude gets chinned onto that massive bed. It obviously won't hurt because it's, it's just a killer. Yeah, it's yeah. It's just a big killer. And then, um, but like, Bond is adept at hand-to-hand. And I yeah, really he is. Like Roger. I know I mentioned it before, but I really like Roger during these bits. You know, the like the decisiveness of twisting the arm behind the back and all this. Yeah. The, the punches to the stomach are all really meaty and that's great sound design. But that takes the performers also to sell it. You know, it has to look the part as well as sound the part. And I think it's all great. I really like it, but I really feel that Roger can hand- handle himself here. Yeah, considering you know this was two years before everyone, you know, everyone says he's too old. He, he does the action it, it, pretty well yeah. in this. Oh yeah. Well, I don't want to skip what I'm going to say later on, but I think one of the keys to the action in this scene, and and also in the train scene that make it so effective, is that they're not sped up. They're done at a pace that's realistic. And because they've done it at a pace that's realistic, it looks realistic. Yeah. And I actually, I'd say that I don't usually really think of Roger as a great fighter, but I totally agree with you, Rob, but on this scene, it feels like a good action scene. And I think it's because it's paced correctly, mm. personally. Yeah. And the music fits well with it. It builds up. Um, the <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's great. And then... Um, you, uh, Midge and the gang come <laughs> as well and help, and um, one of them ends up getting his face eaten by an octopus. Oh yeah, love oh, that as a kid. Oh, I was so scared of that. Oh, yeah. Genius, the noises of it. So, I mean, I don't think octopuses suck yeah. you, but I mean, <laughs> don't know whatever it's doing. <laughs> it's that's the inspiration, isn't it? Probably. It's great, and then and then we get yeah. There's a tussle in a really flimsy window. Um, that breaks mm-hmm. very easily, and they both go out. And the one with the sleeves, which is Bond, because the other guy's in like a nappy. 
Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and, and they're all like, you know, and it must be dead. And then you get that amazing. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. You know, yeah, yeah. Slow version of the theme. Yeah. String version of the theme as he goes back across the incredible vistas, having just you know, well, I, you know, I believe he's dead. Yeah. And she, Octopus's <laughs> reaction is, is she believes yeah, he's dead. Good acting again from what I'm. She'd have to believe he's dead. I mean, she. But, but the thing is, is that you don't see Roger Moore and Maud Adams together now yeah. until the bomb defusal. Oh, yes. But they've only actually, so in effect, they've actually only been together for probably about three scenes or probably about ten minutes yeah. or something like yeah. that. And yet, you fully buy in to the fact that she misses him. Yes, yes. yeah. And it's, it, it, it's two, I think they did have two nights, didn't they? Because she sort of gives him that guided tour of the complex, of the, of the palace. And that's yes. when you... Because oh, yes. that's... Yeah, that's before, isn't it? Because you, you find out a bit more about... Uh, Oh yes, yeah, that is important actually because that's the first link between the circuses. Um, yes. Because she says, you know, some of we have uh, various degrees of our operations, and yeah, and he said hotels and then and circuses, and then I don't know whether he gives a subtle look, but of course, yeah, and then Bond does later find the program, doesn't he? In her in her yeah. office before he yeah. gets caught of he Karl Markstadt. Yeah. It's really good. That's good spy you know, again. Yeah. Bit more of the spying it's not very football. subtle about the, the rambling through the the yeah. office. It's just like, oh, handy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it all works out well for me. It's gorgeous yeah. that the poster is the same outfit, of course, that 009 was wearing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Do you know what make a great promotional image? That dead clown. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can, can you remember what... Uh, what Roger, he he asked the question to try and find out more about all, why they're all women basically working. And he says, "Where did you recruit all these lovelies?" <laughs> Brilliant. That's a bit gross. You wouldn't wouldn't get away with that. Now, sorry, but uh, not really. No, I mean, it's a bit, Rog. Yeah, gosh. it's unnecessary in the extreme. So, uh, but yeah, VJ. Yes, I was just about to say. Yeah, so Q and VJ uh, there at the same time. That they, they were just uh, watching out, weren't they? Watching guard. Mm. And that's when Q, another great line. Q says, "007, and it's an island occupied exclusively by women. We won't see him till dawn." <laughs> <laughs> Harrowingly as well, Desmond Llewellyn never got to go to India. I think that was all. Oh, that was at oh. Pinewood and stuff. All that stuff. Was it? Yeah. 
Sorry. Desmond. Sorry, Rob. No, no, it's just not the bit in the crocodile. Not in the bit in the crocodile. Don't worry. I think that. (laughs) There's a there's a phenomenal picture in the essential bomb book of all the octopusy girls stood sat around Desmond Mm. uh, while he sat in the acro in the acro star. (laughs) What's he doing there? Well, yeah, I don't know, yeah. but he's just playing it so straight. He's just pretending to look so disinterested, <laughs> you know. And, and uh, <laughs> as you go back before, you maybe later, you're thinking, come on, Desmond. Yeah. <laughs> no, it, it looks like he just wants to go straight back to Key Branch and, and work on an upgrade on his crocodile suit. <laughs> which, which is desperately needed. But that's it, yeah. He, yeah. So Bond <laughs> comes back in dressed as the crocodile, dressed. <laughs> crocodile suit. <laughs> yeah. And then that's when he meets... Uh, Q, and again the music's lovely. It's it's really quite harrowing because, in fact, is, the, yeah. the actual death of VJ in the TV version that I watched as a kid, it didn't quite show. It just sort of showed his face of fear, and it didn't show the the actual uh, chucking the the yo-yo down. Right, and then you see the yeah. doves. Yeah, I think what when the yeah, I think that 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 scene again. It's like that kind of the the it's. Really, sort of ranks, up, sort of ratchets up the the, the 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 horror of it because obviously you don't yeah. see what happens, so you don't see his body. All you get told is that he was still yeah. alive. Oh. It's like you've oh. seen what that razor oh, yo-yo can yeah. do to a table and a bed, and that used to that really disturbed me because I think what would that have done to him? Yeah. And he was still alive when they found him. It was it's just really that, sad. It, isn't makes me, it? it is. It makes me think of. Um... Felix in License to yeah, Kill Again, yeah. being left like that, the two very similar sort of, well, you know, so, predicaments to be left. And he's so likable yeah, as well. Yeah. Genuinely likable character. Is this, you do feel it when he's dying. Yeah. There is a thing in all five of John Glenn's Bond films that the likable, um, mm. the, the likable ally to Bond gets Luigi. killed. Every single yeah. one of them. You've got Luigi, you've got VJ, you've got um, Tibbet. Yeah. You've got um, Saunders. Saunders, and then you've got, and then you've got what's he called? Sharky. Sharky, Every yeah, yeah. One of them. So, yeah. so, so, so he has this thing going on. It's like a little sacrificial like, lamb to an extent, isn't it? But... Yeah, he loves the sacrificial lamb. Um, and I would say that this is probably the most harrowing out of all of them. Um, yeah. Possibly, possibly Saunders. Because you've only just got about to start yes, liking yeah. Saunders. They have that yeah. moment, don't they? And then it's like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then he goes. But but having said that, and I think it's again John Glenn's use of the birds. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> scary for me. <laughs> yeah. Because it's when he fires that, and all it does is you just hear the birds flap off. And um, it's harrowing. Yeah. It's a harrowing, harrowing. Just about PG. Yeah. And more, more effective yeah, than yeah. if you saw him being tortured. Yes. I think the um, um, Moore and um, Llewellyn are brilliant as yeah. well because they sell that the hardness of their um, occupations. Like this is a job hazard. It's sad, but this is yeah. This is the real world. And I've got to get onto Berlin now. Sorry, can't wait now. I've yeah, got to go. Yeah. No. Yeah, it's brilliant. What did they do? Did they just bung him in the croc outfit? Well, yeah. Fire to it. Push it. Well, would you rather be putting a crocodile in, you know, in Indian waters or in a bin? If you're Mathis. The... <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> oh no! After being robbed, let's not. Yeah, oh, oh. Give him a good robbing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, different <laughs> pockets before you rob it, you know, before you stick it in a big garbage dumpster. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, great, you know, but again, great stuff and mature themes. Yeah. Bond, you know, rarely gets credit. Yeah, and the, approaching. Yeah, and I think that that's that thing. Sometimes there's, it's like the, it, the one thing I always struggled with is that, that, that it's coming on from, you know, for your eyes only. But it's kind of obviously it's timeless to sort of correct, adding more humour and kind of the, some of the silly stuff. So it's kind of a bit like it's a bit schizophrenic the film where it goes from genuine, you know, some of the stuff that Glenn does later on with like with Timothy Dalton, so sort of can't quite like say much more adult, you know, the the you know more of the, the espionage and you know kind of Cold War stuff, uh, and then a tennis <laughs> match <laughs> in the middle of a chase. <laughs> Tarzan's, you know, you know that it's that, and I think that's that always bothered me because I think if if we didn't have that, it would be that it would be higher up. It. I think it would be much more kind of critically yeah. received. I think. So, uh, but it just goes to show you know, Glenn, Glenn always had it. It was always kind of trying to get that balance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with you, and I think that concludes the time in India for now. So now, but if, finally we go. Yeah, we go back to Berlin, and. This nice little scene in in <laughs> with Bond in in the car with M. I actually oh, I went to Berlin and I I took it. Jennifer to that road. I tried to, and it's actually in in the background. Jennifer's my wife, by the way. In in the background, um, you can see the the church, which was you know the terrorist attack. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Is it a, yeah, a few years ago now. Yeah. Uh, it's on that main main street, uh, Kirchenstein Dam, and then. So we get this this the driver, um, Carl. Carl is no problem. <laughs> but the, the the what makes it for me and is the highlight is his ID, his cover. Yes, which is right, uh, yeah. Charles, was it Charles Morton, uh, manufacturer's rep yeah, from Leeds? Yeah. <laughs> I never remembered that. He said, if anyone was going to believe yeah. Roger Morris from Leeds. Oh, Leeds. <laughs> so do good. you remember? Do you remember what he was uh, researching? Furniture, yeah. something. Furniture, even better. It's a great company. East Germany, East German <laughs> furniture. It, it, you know, there's a market for all that in your yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you think like John Glenn had a drinking game going on that he thought, how many northern cities can I fit in my yeah. film? Because the one before, he's got like, uh, he's got what's it called? He's mm. got talking to yes. Lancus Liesel and he's saying he's from Manchester and it's Liverpool. Liverpool. Yeah. Before John Glenn came along, the most <laughs> English thing we ever had was Ruby Bartlett from Morecambe Bay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Yeah. That knowledge, that's outrageous. <laughs> this is brilliant, isn't that it? Is true. Yeah. Morecambe Bay. And then uh, Zorin, of course, had no... We don't really know where he's from. It's altogether more mysterious. Well, yeah. Maybe Sheffield. Yeah. Physiological. <laughs> Physiological. <laughs> yeah. He becomes Scottish for that scene. Yeah. yeah. And then um, Saunders, probably probably more home counties, I'd guess. So. Yes. Yeah. Saunders. In the box. Yeah. The KGB minders. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what weirdos. Sorry. <laughs> uh, Robert Brown. He's absolute Oxfordshire all day. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. 100%, 100% Oxfordshire. Cotswold's loveliness. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like pint of mild on a Sunday afternoon. Oh, yeah. Bobby Brown. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
we do get a shot of Checkpoint Charlie. Um, so we, they yeah. did actually go to Berlin, mm-hmm. to be fair, and film. Which must have been quite difficult then, wasn't it? Um, Bold, isn't it? Yeah, well, before the Berlin Wall mm. fell, of course, so mm. you can only go to that to that point, couldn't you? Before mm. you got shot, basically. Yeah. <laughs> if you if you cross the lines. Yeah. Um, yeah, so then we, the next sort of big, long sequence is, is to do with the circus. And the fir- there's two circus scenes, of course. So the first one is... I realise this as well. This is the first time we, we're actually positively told that the twins are part of the circus act. Because they're introduced yes. as just two, you know, henchmen almost killing 009. Yeah. And of course, we know that yeah. with the, the clown fit with uh, with 009. Did you know that was the uh, the waistcoat and silver blouse? They were in circus because how would the. Not exactly yeah. subtle. Um, They've got a good at them, haven't they? Yeah. To be fair, it's a pretty pretty decent uh, knife. It is a very it's, it's it, well, yeah. The that's probably the, the highlight of the of the circus because the the the, um, the cannonballer <laughs> basically <laughs> just like falls out of it into a net, <laughs> and, the, and the audience goes wild. Well, he's easily pleased in uh, East Germany. What, what's the expression that Mishka and Grishka use? You know, like there's a particular. Yeah. You know, um, I I used to think it was Grishka town. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I used to think that's what it was. So, Tom, do you remember when we were in school? You know, if we needed to pass something to each other, you know, it would be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Just seen, I thought he said Mishka. I thought it was going Mishka. Yeah, yeah maybe. It, does. it might be. It might be. You know, but again, we weren't watching it in crisp HD because when I heard it this, this yeah, time, yeah. it was like. It sounded a lot more like Mishka. <laughs> but it is. It sounds I'm slightly sorry, different Tom. to Mishka. I think. No, I think this. It is a bit I unusual. Yeah, I don't think it's as exotic as Galicia Town. <laughs> we made up, but you know, we, we need a script. We need yeah. a script. <laughs> um, yeah, you get. Um, this is the train sequence, isn't it? Now and like, um, th- oh. uh, we're into graphic knife in the stomach territory here as well, aren't we? Uh, oh, I've jumped. Sorry, I've jumped way forward. Well, I'm always mixed that I, bit up. But, I, um, I did. I did want to to mention this, Rob. I have to say. Um, can you remember how Bond manages to get nearer to Octopussy in in, in the in the circus? Because he, cause he's he's a, he's just a guy from Leeds, obviously a furniture manufacturer, and he's trying to get a seat so he can see them all. And that, in fact, that's the first time you link them all again. Octopussy is, is seen with them all. Oh. But can you not remember how he, he he manages to get by? And... Well, he's got like a big um, <clears throat> thing he's holding, isn't he? You know, he's holding a big crate, or is it? Yeah, oh, before no, no, in the circus, he, he he hides so, behind somebody. Oh, oh! Come on, Rob, Rob! I, I, I was desperate for you to get this. He hides behind somebody. Yeah, he does. Yeah, Jean Claude Van Damme. Oh no, no, it's nothing. It's not trivia based. It's just oh right, so. a quite a quite <laughs> unflattering no, abs- uh, way to. No, but the thing I thought when we said about this, you know, when we were talking about Dave Batista was the first wrestler involved <laughs> in in James Bond. Oh yeah. It's the it's the biggest Paul Bearer. Yes, it is. I've ever seen in my entire life. And there's your answer. Is it Paul Bearer? Well, he, is it Paul Bearer? I, I don't know. I can't see but it. But I don't. Paul he could have been. He did too old. Didn't he? But, uh, Wrestling and Bond finally, absolute... you know, meshing, you know, with a lookalike. But it's like again, but Bond's spy work is get behind the fattest guy to try and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that is. That's what he does to, to get there. Yeah. yeah. 
Outstanding. And then holds up the program, like, just sheepishly, just, like, holds it yes. up to hide his face I, and everyone, I, everyone looks over. If it was, Top class if it was ever in doubt, he's not the best at the covert no. espionage stuff, is he, really? Uh, but um, There's a lovely little trick, isn't there, that Magda does to the... It, and the, the American uh, guy is the guy off uh, the Waldorf Salad episode. Uh, he is, isn't yeah. He? Yeah. yeah. He's got such an awful... Bruce Bower. Oh, yeah. He's Great got name. such an awful um, <laughs> laughter. Yeah, yeah. That scene is why I get so annoyed about Magda being so rubbish at stealing the Fabergé egg because she's quite blatantly brilliant yes. at stealing things because yeah. she gets, you know, Shana she gets Bergen. his wallet. Never thought, about that. Never thought about that. <laughs> I don't think they do. Her sli- sleight of hand is absolutely outrageous. <laughs> there, but in the in the bedroom, it's just fumbling about. It's like watching the Marks Brothers <laughs> steal a Fabergé egg. The, the Karl Marx Stadt Brothers. Yeah, so I'm, I'm feeling the tension ramping up here. Well, we got you know during this, the stuff happening behind the scenes is yeah. all ramping. The dials Brilliant. are turning. I'm enjoying it. He, like you say, yeah. So then he does, Rob. He does get that. Uh, He's got a gorgeous jacket on uh, as he's 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 um, posing as a stagehand. I don't yeah, know if he can get them because you, it's like got the Octopussy Circus logo on. I'd love to get one of those. Yeah. Oh, could you imagine wearing that, one of them on a night? Oh yeah. <laughs> Proper stag yeah. material. It is, is. He doesn't look much like a stagehand though, does he? No. He w- walks far too austere. <laughs> you know, Fumbling around. around. <laughs> <laughs> With one crate, you know, no, not a speck of dirt on him. You know. <laughs> and, and meanwhile, Magda has gone from the the ringleader outfit. To another gorgeous outfit with like this mink hat uh, as they're boarding the the train. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Uh, Oh, the the other guy we didn't mention from the circus, of course. Francisco de Fieles. (laughs) I think it's fearless, is it? I've done that. I think think it's Francisco de Frechen. Which, of course, uh, Rob, what does that mean in German? Ferret. Ferret, ferret. yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought, um, fertig. Francisco de fertig. Yeah. But what's fertig? Is that tired? Tired, yeah. It wouldn't be that, then, would it? <laughs> Such dire names again, you know. But, like, is this because you, you watch these things on crummy VHSs yeah. taped off the telly? Is that why you get things? Mm. And you, things so whatever you hear first, the first time you watch it, you don't learn. You just oh, hear no, the same thing over and over again, don't you? Yeah. That that guy, he, he's a, st- a stuntman. The guy who played him, and he's—I'm just looking at his CV. He's—he's he's been in uh, several of the Bond films. He's been in Raiders of the Lost Ark, Willow, Star Wars, and uh, Dola now. Weirdly, <laughs> can't remember too many stunts with men in that one. Apart from yeah, the dwarf. I remember that yeah. that moment with uh, Francisco de Fearless was yeah, yeah, <laughs> propelled yeah. Yeah, at the dwarf. <laughs> Mentioned. He, Sorry, right, he right, looks yeah. quite old, doesn't he, to be performing stunts? He does, yeah. yeah it's, not, it's not on, really, is it? Really, Douglas. Uh, but again, it's all good practical stunt work. Yes, yeah. Before CGI was. And the kids the love it, don't they? They do everything. Oh yeah, the glee on the kids' faces. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is a this is a footballing thing, but I never really realised this again. There's quite a lot of players for uh, Germany who have got American fathers 
Do you, do you know this? Yes. In sports, particularly. Yeah. And I've only just realised this is why it is, because a lot of the German army was stationed, weren't they? Because of the Cold War. Oh, right, yeah. Um, sure. Yeah, they're incredible. Loads of great, great players. And uh, yeah. that, that's as a kid, you're like, no, it's never really explained. I never understand why there are loads of Americans and what on earth's going on here? What, it's the but same it was for the troops, wasn't it? The whole circus. Yeah, yeah. Same with them. Um, yeah. uh, in the last 10 years, 20 years, the glut of um, sort of Turkish yes, or, uh, yeah. German players. Yeah. 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 Um, with the, the Gastarbeiter. Yes. Um, yeah, so I love this though. You know, like Bond touching on real history. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, he it is Cold placed bonds, in the moment. I do, I do like yeah. Cold War bonds. It's good. Yeah, placed in the moment. That's a good expression. Compared to, I suppose, if you two are killed, the next one, you, it doesn't have to be in any particular time, does it? Other than Silicon well, we Valley exists. That's the exactly. Yeah. But we all yeah. know it's a prequel to Demolition Man. So. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> San Angeles. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and a sequel to Superman the movie. So, yeah. Yeah. Discuss. Uh, yes, we will get on to a few. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, so we've got the train journey now, and there's some gorgeous, lo- lovely rushing scenes, aren't there? Where it sort of intersperses between Bond on the outside of it, and then him walking through and the chase uh, with uh, good old Gabinda. Because I suppose we haven't really seen much of him for a while. Mm. It's, I mean, it's. it's it's practical, practical effect, and to tell Brill lovely, exciting story, and it's great. It's spies doing exciting spy stuff on a big moving train. It's great. It is. It is brilliant. It's great. It's quite. Super. There's quite a few stages actually before he gets there, but he's, he's underneath it, isn't it? At one point, and it's and it's also yeah. we've got another juxtaposed scene where we've got Gogol. He is trying to get uh, on board with what all of is up to. So he, he manages to see Lemkin. Pull yourself, Lemkin. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, he they crush he crushes the, the, the Oromanoff star, doesn't he? Which has almost yeah. overtaken the Fabergé egg as the, the most desired jewel. Mm-hmm. Oh, and... Why are they only talking about that now? Why yeah, why was it not mentioned before? Yeah. <laughs> this fake has caused enough trouble. Trouble! <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, because then it cuts to... The Aramanov star, because he, he's he's yeah, got it, doesn't know. he? He's got the real one, and he's actually showing it to Octopussy. So again, you still yeah. think she's is she involved with all this? Who knows? She, yeah. but she doesn't know. I'm assuming she doesn't obviously know what all those plans are, even though there's a bomb there that she sort of sat right next to. Him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The the guy who explains the bomb. Uh, Actor Dermot Crowley, he's he's that the the crisp uh, older superior detective on Luther. Oh, remember, yeah, and he's uh, nice. he's in Return of the Jedi. He's one of the the, gen- no the generals. Way, that's yeah, so good. It's that whole oh, Scottish Russian to... Bond, you know, Robbie Coltrane. It's almost as if well, that oh. sounds a bit Russian, doesn't it? That accent. Sort of... <laughs> he was so brilliant. Um, yeah, he's superb in Luther. In Luther. Yeah. That guy, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so. Turn it to counterclockwise. Like, you're meant to be Russian, mate. You're just still doing <laughs> Scottish accent. <laughs> so gorgeous. I, I've just realised who he is in Return of the Jedi looking at a picture. That's that's amazing. Yeah. I've never, I've never picked no, that up before. I, wow. I only realised that because when I saw it this time, I realised it was the guy from Luther. 
I know I already knew the guy from Luther was the guy in Return of the Jedi. But yeah. He's in Father Ted oh. as well. Right. <laughs> Good CV. Yeah. Very crisp. <laughs> yeah. um, so we get for this then the bot on the soundtrack it's called the Chase Bomb theme. So good. Real momentum and um, freshness to the scene, isn't it? Gives it a bit more tension. Uh, uh. <laughs> uh, but like, I, I think I quite like how it's it's not super colourful at this point. Yeah, you know, it builds like, up. Even it's it? a training. Yeah. yeah, and it, it but it, it adds because of that. It adds a layer of seriousness to things. I feel um, we're not in, you know. Um, in the circus, and I suppose actually, when you think about it, later on the circus isn't that much more colourful, and I, that might be a conscious choice because Bond himself is very colourful at that yeah, stage yeah. in his costume. But the foot, yeah, I just really enjoy all this stuff. This is the kind of bit where watching it on a Sunday afternoon, you were like, "Oh, we're really going now. Yeah. This is really happening now." I think it's one of only three or four times in the whole Bond series that I genuinely feel tension. Mm. Mm. Like, I, I, a lot of the time, I, I love Bond. I love the enjoyment. I uh, I, I watch it for, for just exhilaration. Mm. But the minute we touch Karl Markstadt, I am always feeling tense. Yeah. Because I, the stakes are high, but I think the pacing mm. is phenomenal. I think the pacing of what happens on the train, it's not rushed, it's, it takes its time. It's absolutely brilliant. Love it. And you've got them kind of tying up, like, the, the, you can see them sort of bringing the strains of the story all back together. With, yeah. There's a little bit with <clears throat> with um, Stephen Burkhoff, there's a bit with the bomb, there's, yeah. you know, and then you're back to the bomb. You know, it, it really, set, like you say, that, that the cutting to and fro of the different scenes really helps build that that tension and also the, the intrigue it's like right so who's does she know is this what's are they part of this what's going to happen you know when are, when are you going to set off the bomb where does that work and that kind of stuff and i think it worked yeah i think it generally really works nicely in terms of kind of you know piecing it together bringing the characters together only for the bond to then be thrown out you know and then suddenly it becomes it becomes a race, a literal race against time, but and a literal race, you know. Yeah, that, yeah. That's, you know, it's like that. That's, you know, you feel like the, you know, the writers. Never, that's when they were thinking. Like, this is, this is, you know, the, you know, they're all the firing on all cylinders. Then, yeah, mm. I think that 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 that, that's, you know, what makes this, you know, a, a decent bond. Yeah, those scenes. He, yeah, because he he comes off the train actually fairly soon. I don't, I can't remember quite how he's he's come to disguise as one of the twins, but. The, 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 that's when we first uh, realise he thinks it's his brother, doesn't he? Grishka! Or, I can't yes. remember. Grishka! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's rare, it's Does he really look that? His like face hair, by pulling you know? like... Yeah, yeah. The build. Uh, <laughs> he doesn't, you know, I don't think the Grishka Mishkas uh, fill out a blouse quite as well as Rog does. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, a lovely Roger noise, isn't it? it the uh, when they go off the uh, the top of the train. Oh, oh yeah! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, he, he does a roly poly off the top of the train, and he's fine. Yeah, oh, yeah. So so nice. I was going to talk about the train scene. Yeah. Yes. What's, what, what is your opinion on that fight between 
uh, Rog and Gabinda on that train. It's, uh, I, I think it's not quite, it doesn't quite live up to them, you know, because you kind of wanted them to, you know, these are the two characters. You want to get them for the entire film, that the, 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 you want to see them get at it and have a proper yeah. scrap. And I think it, it does offer that kind of um, that satisfaction more so than the, the final scene on yeah. the plane. Um, but no, I, I, the bit on the train is, is a definite highlight, just in, like in terms of you know the, the energy and you know great, like say great stuff. What's better than watching someone run across the top of a moving moving train? It's just it's so exciting, ducking down underneath yeah. things. Yeah, that's I, the the build to it is, is excellent with the. Well, then he's a gorilla. Who we got? Goodness, we had to get here well. somehow. But like I think you said before, Chris, the the shot of when uh, Gabinda babysitter does a you know the, uses the sword to oh. cut off the head of the gorilla's mm-hmm. outfit, but you still see Bond I... behind. Yeah, and the reveal in a different yeah, yeah. of him going up. Yeah. So he must have been in right. a different gorilla's outfit, but. It's quite it's a lot of gorillas, aren't they? The, the obsession with one who dies off forever. They're obsessed. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I still don't know what um, happened to Mishka's body, or whichever, the other one. It got bunged in the cannon, but it's never mentioned yes. again. Yeah, because it's just, just knocked out. out. Later. Uh, no, well, I don't, it must be, I don't know what happened to it. But he got a whole I cannon presume. dropped on his head. But what yeah. did they do? Because like, the next time we see the cannon, Francisco de Ferlis is in there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I presume that I presume that Gabinda just got rid of it, like yeah. because obviously he was staying around the cannon yeah. because of all the issues with the bomb, um, yeah. so he was protecting all that. I presume that he just did that. I just much rather the idea that as they were going through the countryside, they just turned the cannon sideways and <laughs> fired him into the woods. <laughs> and just left him there. It's it's quite lovely though how he he's doing some. I don't know, soldering or something for some reason. One of the twins. I don't know why. He's, I can't yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not your <laughs> yeah. job. What are you yeah. doing? Yeah. It's crisp though. The the reflection in the diamond. Um, oh, I loved it. Yeah. And the, yeah. the music oh, again. It's, it's the first recall to the original 009 uh, oh, chase yes. sequence. Yes. So it links it back with that. And then later on, of course, we'll get to that. But the fully, we fully get the the full arc when he kills the other brother. But yeah, so that yeah, that's quite a short fight this yeah. one. But again, you feel Roger is—he's getting chucked about the place, isn't he? Yeah. Yes. In that gorgeous jacket. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Western. Yeah. Sorry. Um, are we? Are we? Sorry, just I'm, I'm out of lost train of thought. Are we talking about the the fight on top of the train? Here? Well, it, first of all, the the fight with the first twin. I can't, I've lost track of oh, which. Grease girl. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's in it's <laughs> on the it's on the carriage, isn't it? And he. Uh, yeah, basically, gets, drops yeah, the, drops he gets knocked out, as we yeah, said, yeah, putting yeah. the uh, yeah, putting the in the gun or whatever. But yeah, how did he get in the gorilla suit? We we don't we don't worry about that, Rob. There's no <laughs> <laughs> same way you got in yeah. the crocodile suit. Oh, what, he let the gorilla eat him. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's, yeah. You know, like the, all the covert stuff that's going on. It's like <laughs> you know, like heck, I've got to stay here. Gorilla suit, yeah, yeah, yeah. bingo. You know, absolute bingo. You know, that it, again, it just... You've got good spy work in one column and there's a bit more poor spy work yeah. going on in the other column. There's so much... Uh, I'm losing track of uh, the order of everything. There's so much happens. Cause it, it really is. Because we've, we've also, at some point, yeah. got uh, Bond and Orlov. They're only seen together, which I think is another good 
excellent dialogue scene. And yes. it, uh, you can stop it at the border. He sort of, he storms in on him, and of course, oh, it's great. Yeah. Neither really know who who each other is, but we get obviously it's a bit of exposition, isn't it? And it's quite complicated, but the, the the whole the whole plot, like I think we mentioned it earlier, was that if uh, this this bomb will go off and they'll they'll think it's an accident uh, because it's on a military base, and and therefore for some reason all the Oracle decide to disarm, and then it's quite it's quite, must have been quite controversial. We could could this have been released in Russia at the time? <laughs> Basically, just saying any opportunity, this guy, Soviet Russia, will invade Europe. I mean, I mean, broccoli, broccoli is renowned throughout the whole of the uh, Cold War era to try and not make Russia enemies. Yeah. He, he always, he's always. We do not want to make enemies really, with Russia. Yeah, uh, <laughs> he's always tried to make a, like a cooperative kind of thing throughout the regiment. Well, Google, yeah, and I think even, yeah, Google, and I think even in this one. Russia come across as cooperative yeah. because he's the rogue, of, isn't he? Because be of Google, he's yeah. the yes. rogue. So I think that I, I'm not necessarily. I don't think that Russia had too much of an issue because he's he's portrayed as a psychopath, and everybody yeah. else is like thinking you're an utter a common thief. So, common yeah. thief, yeah. So good. <laughs> common thief, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's, yeah. It's, it's just brilliant. <laughs> <isn't it? laughs> and Ro- again, Roger's acting. So good. good. Yeah. I think Roger's great. Also, when the gravity, the gravity, gravity yeah, you know, like, my God, of course, you know, it's really. And I don't suppose you th- give a damn about the thousands of innocent people that be killed by this uh, accident. Oh, yes, it's <laughs> really good. It, and because he's yeah. being dead serious, everything follows because yeah. of that. You know, so he, because he, even when you know we're gonna get there, but the clown suit, <laughs> he's still playing it serious. We'll never get there, Rob. and it no. works because of it. We'll never get there. <laughs> <laughs> There's a, again, it should have been an 18 certificate because the guy opens the door and he Bond just shoots him in the head and you see it. It's absolutely oh, yeah. outrageous. That's one of the few. Like what, a, what a reaction by yeah, that guy. Yeah, he looked like oh, yeah. ex-very late 80s striker Kevin Hume. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> Rob, you just nailed that. <laughs> Do you know how I heard they did that? You know, because the bullet... Like, I don't know whether they did this in this instance, but I always wondered how they did that in a pre-CGI era. A bullet to the head. Yeah. It's like something like... Um, Someone's just off camera with um, like a raisin dipped in red, and just and they do multiple <laughs> takes of chucking the raisin in the right spot. Brilliant, it's timed yeah. so well. But what it sounds so made up. Man. I'm so sorry if it's wrong. Yeah. Oh, it's, uh, well, at least he's dead immediately. Yeah. Isn't he? Yeah. It... But that's that's graphic. That yeah, it is. And that there's also <laughs> just after that, so Bond gets back out of the the carriage, and then there's that brilliant. The most overly dramatic fall. They get Bond shoots that guy on the staircase and it just oh, tumbles yeah. down. Flip, just, must have broken his neck. Yeah, <laughs> stunning, you know. just a, bit, a few flips and stuff, and it's like, come on! I love it. It's top. I love it. And you keep hearing uh, all of in the background, like, "Kill him! Kill him!" It doesn't yeah. sound anything like <laughs> Stephen Burkov. I'm sure, sure it was added in post production, wasn't it? <laughs> Imagine the, finding the Burkhoff ADR octopusy tape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got uh, him back in to say. Well, he, he did, of course, appear in a samurai suit for his audition. So. <laughs> <laughs> what a nutter. That's it for part three, but stay tuned for the next episode of our in-depth octopusy review. Really?
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.